You're now tuned in to the Desire to Trade podcast, a show where we bring you the best figures of the trading world and teach you how you can become a successful trader. This is your host, Etienne Kret. Etienne Kret here, Forex Trader and founder of Desire to Trade. Welcome to episode 87 of the Desire to Trade podcast. You guys are going to see that today's episode is a little bit different than what we usually have here on the podcast. In this episode, I'm interviewing a trader who's really on his way toward being a full-time trader. He's working really hard and putting in the work. You'll hear a couple of times about Top Trader, which is basically an app where you can connect your trading account and then you get ranked based on your performance. So the reason why I'm interviewing this trader today is because he ranked really well in their system. And he's going to tell us exactly why and what he's doing. I think what I like the most about interviewing traders like this is that I can see what they do really well, how they get their financing. But I also can sometimes recommend a few things because I know a couple of things that might be helpful for those traders. So that guy, Raj, has been able to get a couple of thousands to invest in his own trading, which is really, really cool. And I know a lot of you guys are also in that stage right now. And I think that's really gonna be the easiest way to help you guys understand what's the process to get financing to trade. I'll talk a little bit more about TopTrader at the end. I haven't talked with these guys a couple of weeks ago and they have something great to offer. So we're gonna leave it to you right away and I'll let you guys know a little bit more at the end of what about everything there. For now, please help me welcome Raj Turner. Raj Turner, welcome on the Desire Trade Podcast. How's it going today? So thank you very much for having me. I'm doing very well, you know, trading the major peers, you know, looking to get some more allocation from Top Trader, you know, growing my current prop account and also looking at how I can capitalize on whatever President Trump does next. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting these days, all these movements and all the reaction to them, I think it's pretty, pretty cool. And we were oh, yeah. talking oh, yeah. before the uh, podcast and you're saying you're in uh, Jamaica right now, which is pretty cool, I think, for most people yeah, yeah, are I'm, stuck I'm, in a place where it's cold or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, in Kingston, Jamaica, you know. Nice. Tropics, you know, nice and warm weather. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. So usually we start the interview with one quote that inspires you. You know, never give up. Believe in yourself. You know, God has given you, you know, talent and a brain. So, you know, just believe in yourself and never give up. Love that. And what are you doing these days exactly? Like, Tell us a little bit what you trade and what you're doing to trade. Well, you know, I, I tend to stick to the, the majors, the, the Euro US, the Pound US, the yen crosses. And, um, you know, one particular commodity I like to trade is the gold. Currently in a position with the Pound yen. So that's what I'm looking to do, do right now. I tend to like those pairs and, and that particular commodity at this time. Nice. And are you trading intraday or more like as a swing trader? Uh, it all depends, you know. Um, yeah, it's mainly swing. You know, I tend to like swing more. You know, I tend to find that, you know, trading on a longer term basis is better than, you know, than the intraday or the scalping. I'll do some of that, but it's mostly swing trading. Okay, so I'm, I'm curious, tell us what a day looks like in your life of a fork trader in, uh, in Jamaica. Like what do you do when you wake up and then what do you do next? You know, I tend to look at Forex Factory to see when some of those market details will come out. So mainly 
you know, about 425 thereabouts. I'll get up just before some of those pound data would come out. Mm-hmm. You know, make some trades. From, well, well, I mean, from the night before or from a few days before, I'll be looking at these data to see, you know, how best I can put in a trade. So on a typical day, I'll get up, you know, look at the markets, look at Forex Factory to see where I can enter a trade or if I need to exit a particular trade because it all depends on what happens with those data. You know, the market could possibly shift. So I will look at that. Then about, you know, 8 o'clock, you know, you get to work, you know, have a day job. But, you know, now and then I'll scan through on the, on the market and look at my positions and see, you know, how best I can, you know, enter a trade or, or exit a trade. So you're managing both trading and your full-time job, is that it? Yes, certainly, certainly, certainly. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Because I know a lot of people listening to this podcast have the same, like, struggle, the same challenge. They try to balance working 9 to 5 plus trading at the same time. What do you think are the biggest challenges of doing that, and how do you solve them? Well, one of the biggest challenges is really time. But because of, you know, swing trading, you know, you don't have to necessarily you know, be looking at the markets every day, particularly. So because I'm doing the swing trading, I find that, you know, I can find a little room here and there, balancing family, balancing full-time job, and also my trading account. So it is to just, you know, schedule yourself, you know, make time, you know, as I said, you know, look at what is coming next, what is happening in the market, and then you put your positions out and you check them now and then. So, you know, that's how I, I overcome some of these hurdles. That's pretty cool. And the reason why you're on this show mostly, I think, is that you got a lot of financing from Top Trader, right? So it means you're not a bad trader. You're probably really, really good because you're probably disciplined. You know, like what you're doing and everything. Can you tell us a bit what Top Trader is about and how you got the financing from them? Well, well, Top Trader is a is a companion app to your to your trading account, and what it does, it listens or if you please, it looks at your trades to see if you are consistently making profits, to see if you're also having good risk-to-reward ratio. And then based on that, it will give you points based on all of those trades that you would open and would close. So over a period of time, you would accumulate you know, a certain amount of points. And if you are at the top of the pile, then you will get 10,000 US dollars every two weeks. Wow. So you know, I've won seven times now. So I have about 70,000 there going. <laughs> pretty cool, pretty cool. Now, that's interesting, right. I think, for traders like like yourself or someone who wants to trade, like something that can really help you move forward, I guess. Oh, yes, oh, yes. I mean, it helps you because, you know, I've been trading that a while now, a couple of years now, but, you know, you never really had the discipline to really execute the plan that you have. But know that you're in a competition and persons are, looking at what you're doing and then the potential to be allocated a hedge fund and even the fact of, you know, being called a professional trader, it motivates you to do what is right and to make consistent profits and to see if you can always stay on top of the pile and get this $10,000 to trade. Love it, love it. So why don't we get back in time a little bit? Tell us how you started to trade exactly. Because getting from starting to trade to getting financing, I guess it's a big step. It's a long way, I guess. So how did that start for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it started a long time ago, you know, about 10 years ago. My brother, Jamie Turner, he is a banker and a trader at that particular bank. And 
you know, I saw him fooling around these trading platforms and, you know, I got a little curious, you know, and, he, you know, he gave me some information about how it works and how you can trade and how you can make some money. So I, you know, you know, got a demo account, you know, got started, eventually moved on to a live account. But, you know, I thought I knew something when I started to trade, but I found out that I knew nothing at all. You know, you thought it was something easy, <laughs> yeah. easy to do. So I blew up quite a few accounts, I must admit. I blew up quite a few accounts. Can you we know. know how many accounts you, you blow up? Or do you have an idea? <laughs> maybe 10, 20, maybe. Wow. Couple That's thousand. Huge. Couple okay. thousand yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, you know, getting my wife and my kids saying, man, why don't you, you know, put this aside? It's not working out. Yeah. But as I said, you know, never give up. <laughs> Believe in yourself. So, you know, a few years ago, I saw an email talking about Top Trader, that they'll be linking to a particular trading platform and that they'll be looking at your trades and giving you points and then allocating your funds. So I said, well, what do I have to lose? Let me try it. So I tried it there. But back then, I, the highest I came back then was second place. It was since late last year since I started to come, you know, in the come first and so forth. So. It is since about October there about since I've gotten my first allocation. But before that, I would come like second or third or be in the top 10. So, you know, it's a long road. And it could have been shorter if I had only stuck to a trading plan and stuck to what the professionals have always been saying. Have a good plan. Have a good risk reward in your plan and just follow it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, too much, you pretty much make it. Yeah. I think more like, in my experience, most people know that they have to have like a good plan and a good reward to risk. But I think sometimes they see this like as a big, big, like kind of mountain or big step to accomplish. What did you have to do for you to uh, create that plan? And then did you test it? Or how did you make sure that you would be able to trade it live? Well, you know, as I said, um, with, with this top trader thing, you know, you want to win and you want to be on top. Yeah. But I mean, you know, several research, you know, you look at other traders who are doing well, you know, readings as to what work, certain patterns that persons are looking for with your, your Fibonacci retracement, your Fibonacci expansion, you know, your chart patterns, your wedges, your double bottoms, double tops, channels, your cipher patterns. So, you know, putting all of these together and also having that risk to reward ratio, you know, put placing your stop loss, putting your, your limits. And, you know, I remember back then when I used to trade, um, there's a psychological issue that I believe that many, well, I have. I can't really speak for the traders, but you'll be in a trade and the trade is going against you. But in your mind, you're saying that if I don't close the trade, I have not won nor lost. So you allow a losing trade to go all in till, till margin call takes out that trade. That's a big you know, but psychologically, you're saying to yourself, you know, you're not really losing, you don't really close the trade. And, and you know, Sometimes those losing trades, you know, will turn around. But it is the exception and not the rule. So what you'll find is that, you know, you will lose pretty much all your capital if you go if you go that route. You know? Yeah. So you only need one bad trade to lose all your account and that's a problem. Oh yeah. Certainly, most people certainly. Who do things like that, they can have a really high reward to risk or like a high um I mean like a high win rate and win a lot of times. But yes. when they get the bad trade they're kind of stuck and that's the problem. It wipes out, wipes out everything. You know, looking back and looking at it, I, I think that, you know, there are several things that cause our demise, you know, undercapitalization. 
because if you're looking to you know something from trading if you only open a hundred dollars in your account then you know when you look at a if you're saying that you're only going to lose about two percent on any one trade or one percent you know you're talking about a dollar <laughs> and then you're saying oh, a dollar it's so small and if you have a, a risk to reward ratio of say you know three to one and you're making you know three dollars to every dollar loss it's still so minute so so my advice is that if somebody's opening an account it's good to to start with proper capital, you know, not such a small amount because you'd be tempted to open bigger trades so that you can earn more at that particular time. Right. And of course, greed, you know, greed was also a part of it. So those are some of the things that, that we have to overcome. You better you save until you have that particular capital, you know, able to control yourself. Don't allow greed to take over. And, you know, so with Top Trader and even with the proper count, you know, when you have you know, $70,000 trading. When you're looking at a 1% or a 2%, you know, it's a good amount. It's a good amount of money. So you'll be less likely to over leverage because you can see where you can make a 5 or a 10% and it's, it's significant enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a bigger sum of money for sure. But yes, yeah. like, again, you're saying you should have a big amount of money for your account, but at the same time, you have to know what you're doing, right? Because if you don't oh, yeah. oh, yeah. trade and you'll know it's going to be harder for sure. It's not just not just having the money, you know. It's yeah. knowing what to do. So it's good to read, you know, to learn. You know, I, I remember reading up on on baby pips and and all of these websites that that will, you know, teach you from beginner stage all the way up. So you have to read and you have to practice and you know practice on your on your demo account before you go live. Make sure that you backtest your plan. Make sure that it is working before you go live because. You know, if you go live and you lose your money, then frustration sets in. And when that sets in, you say to yourself that all I'm going to do is put in some more money. Then you're going to over leverage to try and make back the money that you lost. And when you lose it again, you keep doing the same thing and you're stuck in a cycle because all you're trying to do is to make back the money that you lost instead of really learning the art of trading. Yeah, that, that's powerful. Really, really powerful. And what are the things that you think are important aside from just being able to trade? Are there some habits you have outside trading helping you succeed in trading? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you mean some of these habits, you have to take emotions out of your trades. You have to be detached, so to speak. You don't want your emotions to tell you what to do, or how to enter or exit a market. You really want your plan, plan that you have in front of you to say, you enter here and you come out here. And if you're in a losing trade, then you, your stop loss should take you at this particular point at, at 1% to 2%. So it's really really a mindset and, um, you know, really not allowing emotions to come in and, you know, to allow you to just... Because sometimes you may be there wanting to make a trade and then, you know, you're flipping through the market and you see where, where a rally is taking place on a particular pair. But at that particular time, it has already reached, let's say, you know, the oversold on your RSI, but you're looking at the chart and you've seen it going up and you're saying, yeah, man, I have to get a part of this action. And, you know, you know, just as you get in there, you know, you're now buying a pair of shoes at a higher price than you should have bought it. And therefore, you stand a greater chance of losing. So controlling your emotions and allowing your plan to work, you know, will be good to help you in this. And is there something you've done to help you do that? Or is it only through practice and like repeating this process again and again? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, practice because sometimes you feel that impulse. You know, when I feel the impulse, because, you know, we're humans, you feel that impulse and you want to get in there. But what you have to say, listen, man, you see, I think one of the things is that we tend to see trading as a short term, you know, thing to make some money. But if you look at it at a longer term time frame, then you realize that, listen, man, if you don't go into this trade, it's not the end of the world. You'll be many more. So leave this trade alone, even if you have to move away from the company to close down the platform to prevent yourself from entering into a trade that you know that is not in your plan. So it's really to get away from it if you don't have that self-will to not open that particular trade. Yeah, just that I think is a thought that really helped me when I was struggling with taking like too many trades. Yeah, it really helped me. Just thinking about that is crazy. And I think like, personally, I, I think the other thing is uh, when you think about like, is this trade going to help me or like hurt me in trading? Like, is it something I should take really? And when you think about it, sometimes it's not. So you have to step away. Right. That's, that's, that's certainly correct. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, certainly yeah, correct. Yeah. Well, yeah. through experience. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's really through experience. And that's the thing. So, but I guess one of the big problems with this is that people are not patient enough. And like, I'm like that to 100%. Like, I don't want to wait for a long time to have a certain like reward or certain profit. So is there a way you've been able to deal with being patient more? Well, yeah, yeah. You know, as I said, I said one of them is having proper capitalization. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, human nature, you tend to want to see, you know, bigger profits in your account than a one or two or three or, or, or ten dollars. So if you start, you know, I don't know, maybe with, with a $5,000 or, you know, somewhere close to that, when you make a trade, you're actually seeing something that you think is good enough. Then the chances are that you would stay away from, from making over leveraging. But, but also, it also boils down to your plan because, you know, the market, it's pretty much a 50-50 chance. I mean, if you over leverage, yes, it could go the correct direction and you make a big, you know, amount of profit. But what, what if it goes the other way? You know, suppose something happens, something happened that you weren't aware of in the market, you know, and it goes the other way. So you have to take all of these things into consideration that you're looking for a, a long-term restored ratio consistently making profit. So a trader needs to have that plan. I need to stick, stick with the plan. Right? Yeah, yeah. But do you still ever find yourself like not being able to be patient enough? Because like, it takes a lot of time, right? To Let's say, because I know a lot of people get tired of trading in the, the, the testing phase. They try to test their strategies, but then they feel it's long or they're demo trading and they feel it's long. And they want to jump further ahead to like live right away. So I think there's a big issue with patience there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but... To correct that or to make this a little bit less painful? <laughs> well, yeah, patience, yeah, man. You definitely have patience, you know, self-control. How should I put it? I want to go into good trades. And I keep referring, you know, to the plan. So, you know, when you make your, your analysis, when you look at your fundamentals and your technical analysis, you know, you want to follow those because, you know, you just have to be patient because the market will always go up. It will always go down. So there will be opportunities for you to come in at, at, at a particular price and to exit a particular price. So you just have to tell yourself that, listen, yes, it seems to be going this particular direction, but at that particular price, you should not enter. So I keep, you know, going back to the plan, you know, the plan is this. Because if you're going at this particular point, then your risk-to-reward ratio will be out of whack, you know. And, but when you enter at a particular 
point, you're you're looking at two to three or four, you know, reward to risk. So it all still boils down to your plan and sticking to that plan because you want you want to be successful. Mm-hmm. So let me understand if I get it right. But you're kind of getting addicted to acting in your plan and doing everything right. Is that correct? Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, addicted to profit, but to doing your plan correctly. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, you know, you, you want profit and, and you like to see profit, you know, but at the same time, the plan is what will get you this profit, you know. So it's best not to be looking to see a big profit in the next month or the next week or, or even a day. Because, you know, sometimes you want to, to make the big whack in a day, especially with, with some competitions as you're there. You know, that's why a top trader is so different because you have some competitions that only really look at percentage gain and profit. And you will see persons making 4,000%, you know, in a month and all of these things. But those are never sustainable. You want something that is sustainable, you know, 5 to 10% per month, 20%, you know. And over time, you'll find yourself making a certain amount of profit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the end, it's not the perseverance going to be the money overall. So if you have more money yeah. that you're getting finance, it's more easy to make more money for sure. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That's a good really point. And if you were to ask yourself, what does your plan look like? Is it like on paper? Is it like a couple of pages? What does it look like? It's on paper. <laughs> it's developing. It's not a couple of pages. But it's on paper for sure. You know, I even have given it a name, you know. So I've given my plan even a name, you know. So when I'm making a trade, you know, I would say F10 levels. That's the name of my plan. And um, that speaks to risk-reward. It speaks to, you know, how much capital are you willing to risk on a particular trade. You know, it speaks to pretty much everything that you would put into making a trade. So you're looking at your fundamentals, you're looking at your technicals. You want a confluence of, of indicators and, and fundamentals to say, yes, this trade is the right trade. So whenever I'm going to make a trade, I'm saying, remember, F10, you know, is the name, is the name of your plan. So you just stick to what is outlined in that plan. And yes, yes, I do have it outlined, but it's just just about a page now. I know some persons have many pages, but, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I have just about, yeah. <laughs> That's what I try to push people to do is only having one page because like you don't need much. You only need the things yeah. that you really have to kind of remember, but the rest is like, it's fine. Right, right. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it's much more Certainly. harder if you have to, to scroll through like tens of pages to find your entry signal or whatever. So, Sure, sure. So that's true. That's true. Easier to get, yeah. Certainly, you know, because, I, you know, even though I say I have one page, the page is not full. It's not full either. You know, because my plans, it just, as the levels talks about you know, your support and your resistance and and the 10 talks about, you know, certain amount of risk to reward and, and so forth. So it's not, you know, a tedious, you know, long plan that you can't remember. It's something that you can remember on the go. And this is how it goes. And once you do it this way, you're more likely to come out on top. Yeah, I love it. And there's a saying that says, I think the best training strategies are the one you can write in a napkin. And that's always right, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Certainly, <laughs> certainly. You ought to be able to remember what yeah. your plan is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Love it, love it. And then how do you track your trade after that's done? How do you make sure that you're doing the right thing? Well, well, you mean while I'm in a trade or after? Oh, I guess while or after, yeah, whatever. Oh, well, I'm currently looking at putting a journal together. You know, I tend, I tend to try to remember 
what I've done and, and, and so forth. But it's good to, to, to have your journal in place. Um, top traders encouraging us to, to put a journal together. So I'll be starting that this week so I can look back at those trades and to see if I could do things a little better because, you know, you can always tweak your plan, you know, to make it more efficient or to make it more profitable. So I'm going to put a journal together to track all the trades to see, you know, what indicators, you know, did I use to enter this trade at what levels, you know, where did I plan to come out, where did I plan to get in, you know, what was happening in the marketplace at that time in terms of fundamentals. So we're definitely going to be recording all of these trades and to see, you know, where I can make some adjustments to make it better. Yeah. And that's a big, really big help. For me, it's been really, really useful to track everything and see what I'm doing wrong or right, and then how I can correct yeah. those in the future. So oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. That, that's a good key for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then just to go back to what you said in the beginning, you're saying that you trade with a job. So basically, do you look at the charts only once a day or is it multiple times in the day? Or do you need to go multiple times <laughs> in your chart? Well, you know, I look at them multiple times, you know, not necessarily that I'm there, you know, as I'm a, I'm a swing trader. So I'll have a position open for several days. But, um, you know, you tend to just, you know, glance at them as, as you're working. You just, you just look at your phone or, or wherever the, the, the platform is, you just at a glance to see if it's a trade that you're in, if it's going as planned, you know. Yeah, so I'll just glance at it nowadays. Yeah, multiple times. But I am trying to cut down because, you know, I notice that when you, you tend to look at the charts too often, you know, you, you tend to want to wonder and doubt. Is, is the correct trade because the trade is going the other direction. It's going this direction. <laughs> if you just be patient and just allow the trade to go on as planned, you will find maybe a day or two you're well on your way in profit and you're well on, on your way to meeting, to meeting your target. And, you know, sometimes you may look and you see that it's in profit and there is this impulse in you to say, close the trade at this time. You don't yeah. want so you quickly close the trade and then it messes up your risk to reward ratio. So you find that you have a lot of winning trades, a lot of winning trades. But one losing trade cuts out about 10 of those small winning trades that you impulse, your impulse causes you to close because you keep looking at chart. So my thing is, you know, I, I'm trying to cut down and looking at chart so often. <laughs> yeah, that's a very valid point. And I think you feel much better when you don't look at charts. Right, like when you just yeah, yeah. forget, yeah. Oh yes, I, I mean, yeah, because you know, you know, as I said earlier, this thing about controlling emotions and so forth. Because you know, I, I remember feeling really stressed sometimes because of just looking at a chart. You know, the thing is going the other way, and you feel really, really stressed about it. And you say, "Why did I enter this trade?" Even though you know that it was because of you know analysis and your plan and. You know, as I said, two days on, the thing is in is going the direction that you are, you have planned it to go. So all of this emotion was unnecessary. So you know, listening to some of these professional traders, you know, they say, "Listen, man, we just go in and we execute our plans and we close down the trade the platform, and we'll come back maybe a few hours later or the next day to check to see what's going on." You know, so I'm trying to adopt some of these professional traders who knows the rope. Yeah, that's awesome. Have you ever had mm -hmm. any kind of mentors or people helping you in your trading? Or did you do everything yourself? Well, well, currently with the top trader, they have this person by the name of Andy Demi. I've been privileged to see him trade live and to attend some of his webinars. So he will coach us as to, as to you know, 
things to do. So Top Trader have provided this opportunity. I believe when you're placed second, you get the opportunity to see Andy Demi trade live and to attend a course with him. So, you know, that's where I'm getting some of my coaching from. And even from Top Trader, because they have their prop desk manager who will will write you now and then and to you know, to coach you along the way as to how you can, you know, consistently make profit and not to blow the hedge fund that you're allocated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love that. And I think one of the things I realized is that you're kind of surrounded by other traders, which is really essential. Like you cannot succeed alone, I think, in trading. You have to know yes. these sort of people who trade and be around them a little bit more. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Certainly, 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 certainly. Um, and, and with Top Trader, they have also created a, a Top Trader Facebook group, you know, where, where traders can come and, and talk and to, you know, to share their experience as to, you know, and to ask, how do you do this? You know, why do you do that? And it's good, you know, to talk to each other and to, to encourage and to share ideas as we all try to continue to be profitable traders. Yeah, pretty cool. Love it. Do you have any other advice you'd like to give to traders listening to this right now? Anything that you that they need to know or they need to learn? Well, you know, as I said, they definitely need to create a good trading plan. And, you know, they, they need to learn, learn the ropes first before you enter the market. You need to learn, you know, risk to reward ratios, know how to analyze, analyze a chart, analyze fundamental data. But what is definitely, you know, having that good risk to reward ratio and not over leveraging or risking too much of your capital. You know, some persons will say don't risk, don't risk more than 1%, but, you know, I tend to, you know, 1% to 2%. It, that, that's for me. I'm, I'm not saying that's for everybody, but, you know, 1% to 2%. So if you have a loss there of 2%, you know, you still have about 98%, you know, still there. You're able to recover and you're able to move on. So have a good plan and stick to the plan because, you know, you can have a plan that you don't stick to because of emotion. So learn to be patient, learn to control emotion, have a good plan, have a good mentor, and have good risk to reward ratio. And, um, you know, you should make it if you follow that, you know, and follow, you know, have good analysis. Love it. And I'll just plug this right here. If you're wondering what kind of percentage you should risk per trade, the easiest way I think to calculate it is to go through the uh, risk of room by, I think Brent Penfold mentioned this to me on a podcast. Basically, a calculation that you do, and then you can find if your risk of ruin is going to be zero, then it's good. You're risking enough, and that's fine. But if you have a higher risk of ruin than zero, like 0.5 or whatever, then you're risking way too yeah. much. You have to reduce that a lot. So I'll just make sure to put the, the formula in the show notes so you guys can check it out. And that's going to be easy to uh, calculate for sure and help you guys. Okay, sure, sure. I'll check that out. I'll check that out. And um, one of the things I like to do is to remove the risk when I make a trade. So if I'm in a particular trade and it, it has gone a certain amount of pips, what I like to do is to, what I call it, break even or yeah. to remove out of that trade. Not to do it too early, because if you do it too early, you can be closed out in a good trade. But to do it just at the right time, you know, and you take out all of that risk instead of still, you know, you having the trade going in your direction and you still have your stop loss all the way down here. And then, you know, I don't know, some... Some influential world figure could say something and the market, you know, reacts and you could have broken even. So I tend to want to do that to minimize or to put the risk to zero by moving the stop loss to a break even position. That's good. And how do you know when to do it? Because I feel even myself, I get tricked out sometimes with that thing. 
I get I move my surplus too early or a little bit too late. Yeah, yeah. So, so do you, do you have well, a good well, rule or how does that work? Well, this is where your Fibonaccis will come in with a certain levels and your, you know, your your various support and um, your various what am I saying? Oh, yeah, support and and, and resistance levels. As with your expansion, it has you know a few levels that traders are looking at. So if it hit say target one of your Fib expansion. Then you could say right about you could probably break even and then wait for it to hit your next target and the other targets on. But but to simplify things, I tend to just say the market has moved maybe a hundred pips or thereabouts in my favor. Yeah, then I'll tend to to break even mm-hmm. thereabout. <laughs> Nothing is a perfect thing, but you know just about there. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like you said, it's never going to be perfect, but at least you can have a way to do it, and that's important, I think. To always be like standardized mm-hmm. a little bit more. And I never thought about right. this idea of the uh, Fibonacci. I think it's a great one. So I'll maybe um, maybe I'll try this out at some point for sure. It's good. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> cool. So yeah. Raj, how can people find you if they want to reach out or connect with you after the the podcast? Well, well, the easiest way is on Top Trader Facebook group. You know, so they can you know go on the Facebook account or, or open their Facebook account and look us up at, at Top Trader Facebook group. And I'll be right there to answer any questions they have or to give any advice that they may need. So, top trader Facebook group. Pretty cool. Love that. And what kind of goal do you have for the future? Well, my goal is to, to create a profitable trading track record, you know, with the view to be allocated major capital. You know, as I said, I currently have around 70,000. You know, I'd like, I'd like to get more capital, you know, from probably top trader, other persons that trader may be working with. So I want to establish a very, 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 very good trading record so I can be allocated greater capital. Because even with Top Trader, I believe one of the traders, or, or more than one of the traders, have actually gone to work for major, major banks. You know, So I'm looking forward. You know, I'm not saying necessarily that I want to work for a major bank, per se, but to be allocated you know, good capital. <laughs> yeah. Good capital. It, yeah. That's great. And what's, yeah, your main, that, what's your main motivation to do all this? Well, the, the desire to win, you know, you know, I like, like to win and also for a better quality of life, you know, with the freedom to work and earn up my own pace. You know, as, as I said earlier, I have a, you know, your nine, irregular nine to five, but, you know, you, you'd want a little a freedom, you know, to travel, you know, to explore, to spend more time with your family, you know, so, you know, freedom, you know, to win, to have a better quality of life. And also to help people, you know, you know, help people along the way, you know, not just in training, but, you know, help the less fortunate and so forth. So some of those things, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a church guy. So, you know, I believe in God. I believe in helping people. I believe in doing the right, right thing, you know. Yes. Awesome. So just want to remind people that all the show notes are going to be on desiretotrade.com. If people want to find the links we talked about today, desiretotrade.com is going to be all there. And people are going to be able to reach out to you, find how they can connect with you. And I'm also going to record an outro after that to talk a little bit more about Top Trader, what you guys are doing and what is possible. And Rajak, yeah. we have a question we have to guess at the end of every podcast. If you could give only one piece of advice for traders in one sentence, what would that one sentence of advice be? Uh, suppress emotion and stick to a well-developed and proven trading plan. Wow, that is powerful, powerful. <laughs> Rash Turner, thanks so much for being in the podcast. It's been a pleasure to be here. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
All right, so that was it for the interview with Raj Turner. I really hope you guys get some value out of this. I told you I would tell you a little bit more about Top Trader and what it's about. The way it works is it's basically an app that you connect to your trading account and you link it to MT4 or MetaTrader 4. It works with a couple of different brokers or you can pick one from their list of recommended brokers and then you get ranked. And if you get in the top of the ranking, you get the chance to manage a $10,000 trading account. So it's pretty simple. You create your profile, you link it to your account, and then you start trading. So in case you guys want to check it out, you simply have to go on desiretotrade.com forward slash top. That is desiretotrade.com forward slash T-O-P. And you'll be able to see what it's about. If you have any interest, try it out. See if it works for you. And see if you can get in the top of that ranking. That would be really cool. The link is obviously going to be in the show notes as well. It's been again a pleasure to have you here on the podcast today. And I'll see you back in the next episode of the Desire to Trade podcast. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Desire to Trade podcast. To get all the information on this show, free articles, and unique resources, make sure to check out www.desiretotrade.com and subscribe. Please leave us a review and let us know what you thought about the show. It's time to become the best trader you can be. See you next time.